0: And I'm Alexa and I'm Catherine and we're the girls behind tickets, please. And on today's episode, we're talking all about Firefly Lane. This show i i wanted to like it but Same. i just couldn't <laughs> Same. so you watched the first episode before i did and you said it's awful and that you didn't even know if you could make it all the way through And so he told me to watch it and and see what I thought and see if we could even make it to do this episode. Or if it would just be like a hate-watching situation, which also can be fun. But you said it was so bad that it couldn't even be a hate-watching (laughs) episode. So I watched the first episode and I told you that I actually liked it. Sometimes I don't mind watching shows that are shitty. And I thought it felt like a nice rom-com almost in the beginning especially the presence of katherine heigl made it feel as though it were an early 2000s rom-com but it then just evolved very rapidly into nothing alexa
1: i watch hallmark christmas movies Mm -hmm. okay so i know a little something about Right. Bad television, and that's
0: what I thought this was going to be in the beginning. The first episode was, was so like,
1: much worse. Yeah, so <laughs> the writing, the makeup, the acting, the everything, and
0: the to top it all off, the the true I will go as far to say cancer on the show is the transitions. If I watch them open a door. From 2003 to 1980, one more time, I was going to puncture my television. The the transitions were
1: out of control. As were the wigs. I know that this is a low budget production, but the sets looked like they were made out of paper mache. The wigs were beyond horrendous. Whoever did the makeup, I could have done it better when I was 12 years old. I don't understand what's happening. Katherine Heigel looked as though she had caked
0: on makeup through the entirety. Because so I thought for at first, I thought maybe this is just what Katherine Heigl looks like now. I haven't seen her in a while. I thought maybe she had had some a little work done and, and that that was what she looked like. But I saw her on an interview on the Drew Barrymore show, and she was at home, like on her video camera, looking all cute with a nice haircut and pretty makeup.
1: Yeah, the well, they used tons and tons of filters Yes. To make them look, quote, younger in a lot of those scenes. But then in the scenes that were supposed to be present day 2003, Mm -hmm. there were a bunch of scenes where Katherine Heigl's makeup was completely gone from her face. Yeah. But I don't even mean like fresh face minimal. I mean, whoever the makeup artist is caked it on and then they'd been filming for so long that it worked its way off. Yes. Katherine Heigl is so beautiful it takes work to make her not look good but they did
0: it mission accomplished and then we gotta talk about miss malarkey because that actress okay so she's on how i met your mother as an insufferable i know that's not a show you've seen but she is one of ted mosby's girlfriends and actually fiance and she is terrible And I thought that it was the character, but unfortunately (laughs) it might be the actress because I
1: didn't know that she was terrible. I didn't watch her on Roseanne. I've Mm -hmm. never really watched her on anything, Mm -hmm. but she's been around for so long and been on successful shows for so long that I just assumed she was good. She has one mode of acting and it's, she does this like subtle turn your head and gaze up that's her only mode of acting. The story itself, like I know that it, it's adapted from a book by Kristen Hanna. I mm-hmm. haven't read the book, mm-hmm. but I know that it was a best selling book. I know mm-hmm. a lot of people really, really loved it. Mm-hmm. And when I take myself out of it and think about the story itself, mm-hmm. I can see why people probably liked it. It's an interesting story, but. My, oh my, did they go out of their way to ruin it. The right, whoever wrote this adaption, adaption? Why does that sound like Adaptation? that's not a word. Adaptation. Adaptation. <laughs> <laughs> um, should not be allowed to work in television again. What I found interesting is that I had all the issues I've already mentioned, but also I couldn't, I don't know enough about, Making TV and writing TV, or mm-hmm. I mean, frankly, writing anything, mm-hmm. um, for me to pinpoint what it was that felt off. But the aspects of it that were supposed to be really emotionally moving felt so hollow mm. and s- surface. Yeah, When she was a younger girl and she went to that party and had that horrible experience, when Kate and her brother are in the car Mm -hmm. and he tells her he's gay, that was supposed to be a moment that felt like a culmination. Like we were supposed to really feel something that he finally, after so many years of his life, shared this with her. And it didn't feel like anything. You're right. And I'm trying to figure out why
0: that is because it's almost as if the story wasn't told in the right order. I felt as though the cutting between past, future, present was not done in a way that actually told the story all that well. I agree. So when we would see things happen that were supposed to be significant, it seemed like we never really spent enough time in a moment or a story to Mm. really get anything from it. That's yeah. It seemed like we were constantly jumping from one thing to the other. It it was almost too nonlinear where they were cutting between, they're trying to tell the story almost out of order, but some of it went in order. They, and then some of it was connected, but moments that were supposed to be connected didn't really get do it for me. It just seemed like we never spent enough time in one place to get attached to it. I didn't care about any of the characters or what they were doing.
1: Right. And we witnessed a drug addicted absent mother. Yeah. A miscarriage a first period. Yeah. Uh, a miscarriage. Um, Daughter catching her mother cheating on her father, brother finally after uh, his whole life telling his sister that he's gay,
0: a marriage break, breaking a down,
1: marriage that broke down and and he didn't meet her at the gazebo to start over. Yeah, and they just left that and then and then hanging. Kate's marriage breaking down with
0: someone she's been in love with for majority of her life.
1: Yeah, and then an almost affair that. And then there's an an emotional affair, but not physical, right? That whole thing. And then, even in
0: the past, we saw like the Iraq thing, yes. And then, and then also, one of the most bizarre stories that was thrown in was I don't even know how to categorize the time, I don't remember the years of everything. But when they're working at the station, all of them, and Johnny becomes traumatized after going. Wherever he went and comes back and is trying to sell that story, I, it was just everything seemed like it was thrown in, and we were supposed to
1: suddenly care about this, but then it got dropped. That's, and then it, that's exactly it. I think you I think you just pinpointed it, yeah. we're supposed to suddenly care about it uh-huh. and then it gets dropped, yeah. Like the second I get invested, they move on to something else, so we we witnessed. That list I just made wasn't even exhaustive. There was even more. Beyond more, that. right. But even that alone is so much stuff and so much heavy stuff. Yes. And somehow I watched it all feeling nothing or very little. Yeah. Obviously, the scene of her at the party was very upsetting. Yeah. The scene with the miscarriage was very upset. I mean, yeah. you know, I'm not a monster, but... We didn't feel no I, I, what we were intended to feel, no, it and was she, too much and not enough, and all over the place and and then
0: some stuff just didn't track or or follow like what was going on with Kate? She had the job as the assistant, she was there for a little bit. We didn't really get as much with that as I thought we were going to. Then she starts flirting with the photographer, makes out with him at a bar. We never see him again
1: the, the then whole thing is so bizarre she
0: seemed like she wanted to be with johnny again then she's with travis i can't and then it got to the point not confusing is not the word because it wasn't so all over the place because then i'm like what time period are we even in what happened like at some point they they were uh flashed to the point where they're all at the studio and i couldn't like it wasn't until Kate said to Tully, Oh, it's been weird since I talked to Johnny at the wedding. It wasn't until she <laughs> said that that was literally barely even paraphrased from real dialogue, by the way. It, but until she said that, I couldn't pinpoint where it was in their relationship. Does she still love him? Are they together? does has she kissed him yet? I couldn't figure out what was going on. Who was supposed to be caring about who? For a second, it seemed like Johnny might be in love with Tully, but that seemed to last for two point five <laughs> seconds. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I just... And not to mention that Telly also had that thing with her professor. Yeah, almost had a thing. And then once he was her former professor, she had the thing. And then in <laughs> present day, her arch nemesis, sexual harasser yes. buys her show and suddenly is turning it into a show for men. Like it is the most insane. It's the most insane thing. The only way I could tell. What time period it was, was by the wigs. Johnny's wig, I, Alexa, I can't. (laughs) The glasses, when Kate was younger, the glasses. If
0: she didn't push those motherfucking glasses up the bridge of her nose. I want it. I have news for you. As a resident glasses wearer, if my glasses are here, I cannot see. Okay, I don't know what this look is where she's got them at the tip of her nose,
1: but they need to be up here. What what really angers me is that she did push them up a couple of times, which tells me that she's not purposely wearing them that way, nor is she comfortable. And yet somehow she lets them slide all the way down her entire nose to the very tip the and point. then leaves them there and tilts her head back to look through them like she's 95 she's years like old. Looking
0: like this. <laughs> <laughs> this is all visual, but if you watched it, you know exactly what I'm saying. Was there anything that you enjoyed?
1: Uh, I enjoyed Katherine Heigl's acting because too. I just love her. Me too. I missed. Her. I also actually really liked what was his name, Max. Her oh, husband. her husband. Yes, I thought he was great, and he was so handsome too. I like looking really, at him. It really killed me. When he w- was ready yeah. to stay together after the miscarriage, yeah. miscarriage, and she—that really killed me. And I understood why yeah. she did it because I know she she's been wounded and and wants to push him away before he can leave and all that. But mm-hmm. he was a good guy and he really loved her. But then who knows? Because then he didn't show up for right. the for the starting fresh, which is another the one of the very few characters that they managed to actually get us invested in was him and then they just not only did they have him not show up which i felt was out of character for me him, too but then they just don't even say kate just puts her arm around her and they walk away with their umbrellas and that's the end of that
0: just like a rolling stone that gathers no moss like i i've never heard that before you've
1: never heard that no a rolling
0: stone that gathers no moss it means someone who's People who are always moving with no roots in one place or another, avoiding responsibilities or cares.
1: Mm, That sounds right. And that is her. That's really describes Tully almost perfectly. Also, I have to say, potentially the worst of all the acting on the show, Mm -hmm. even worse than Sarah Chalk, was the woman who played Tully's mother. Oh, my God. She was so, 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 so bad. And at one point was playing someone who, I don't know, was maybe in her late 60s, why they had her in that long gray wig is beyond me, that had six inches at the end that was brown. She she, she looked... She looked like she was supposed to be 95. She, she and looked like a witch sorcerer. Yes, she and, looked like she was in a witch costume. Yes, <laughs> a witch costume, yes. And absolutely no effort to change her voice or her mannerisms to appear older. Yeah. We've seen a masterclass from Mandy Moore in This Is Us. Yeah. On how you as a 35-year-old woman play someone who's in her I don't know what, early 60s, I think. Yeah. She changes her, her, her the actual sound of her voice. She changes the speed and cadence of her voice. She moves differently. This woman was like, "Put me in a witch's costume and <laughs> send me on my way." She wasn't even good when she wasn't dressed as a No, witch. she had... It, talk about
0: a literal one note of a character. It was... Mm-hmm. You could copy and paste her scenes one after the other, and it was virtually the same. Every episode, it was just a repeat of her with her arms, like she was about to fly away, like dancing around, stumbling over thing. I, I'm like... You
1: guys. Every single person on that show was a caricature of their yes. character. Yes. The dialogue?
0: Oh my God, I can't. I will say Katherine Heigl shined as the best of the acting because she had did not have a lot to work with. And really? she, made, she made some very cheesy lines sound a tiny, a, a fraction better than they yeah. really would have been.
1: Yeah. I also thought the guy who played Johnny and the guy who played what was Kate's almost affair, Travis romance, Travis, mm-hmm. those two actors I thought were
0: good. Yeah, I actually liked Johnny in his performance, the actor. I thought he but- was pretty good. <laughs> and I thought, contrary to Cloud, um... Did a decent job of of differentiating between the years of being different mm-hmm. and acting different and sounding different. I think he did a, a pretty decent job of of behaving differently in the different times.
1: So overall rating, you guys, I give it a D minus. What do you <laughs> give it?
0: I think that's a pretty. I would give it a D. the 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 takeaway of the minus is. Because I just really liked seeing Katherine Heigl again. I really missed her. And I, I did
1: too, but I would have rather watched her in anything else. And I, I really thought it was gonna be
0: good too. That is, I think, what made it so heart wrenching to not enjoy it,
1: is because I thought it I thought it was gonna be fun and good. I thought it was gonna be bad in the way that Bridgerton is bad. And that like it's like, well made and it's fluffy. But ultimately, it's fun, and you know you're gonna keep watching it.
0: Or even the way Bridgerton. Uh, you just said Bridgerton. Even the way, even the way Emily in Paris was bad. Where it was more on the case of bad, but at least it was fun. Like I, I didn't hate it, watching that. It wasn't good, but it wasn't. It was. It didn't feel like a job to watch it. No, this felt. This like it, was a job. A painful job. Oh, one more thing I have to say is how infuriating was it to deal with the through line of not knowing whose funeral it was and then getting to the end to find out what they fought about and just not knowing what the fuck happened between them <laughs> like they honestly the- think i'm gonna have to um they think the the nerve that they have to think i'm gonna sit through a second season to find out what happened between them
1: they're mistaken. And for so many episodes they want us to think the funeral is Tully's. Yeah. For and then it's so many.
0: And then it's her dad's. Who we who by the way could give two fucks about. Did we <laughs> were we were supposed to care about the dad? I and he was he was absent from 90% of the episodes. And then the episode before we find out it's the father's funeral, he's in it a little more in some flashback scenes, but He's barely in it. He's a non-character. We don't
1: see her have any kind of relationship with her father. The but- only thing we see is when she was trying to get her father's attention to talk about something and he was ignoring her watching the game. Yeah. And then when he was screaming at Tully's I- mom Yeah. with the argument over the manufacturing plant.
0: Yeah. that's were his two scenes and then he dies. And then we're supposed to care, I guess. I don't know. I didn't. But- the absolute nerve that they have to think that this was riveting enough for me to d- to want to know what will happen in season two. They bet on the wrong horse because I will read about what happened. OK, <laughs> when it comes out, I'll read what happened. I don't need to
1: see it. I need to know what made Katherine Heigl choose this role, because I know that she developed a reputation for being not so easy to work with which also we don't know how true that is and and frankly after our conversations about britney i sort of think like fuck the industry i don't believe any i
0: agree too and you know what i love her so much that i'm gonna give her the benefit of the doubt that 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 she was just in some tough situations or something that made her that if if that any of that is true it was just a situational thing because I've seen her be absolutely delightful. Her Instagram is really cute and down to earth. I like following her on Instagram. She does these cute videos of her and her kids and little projects she's doing at home. She seems like she has a really nice life. So, you know,
1: as long as she, as long as she's not being problematic, which I don't think there were ever rumors of that. then I think I don't care what anybody says about her being difficult. Agreed. And If it were a man, they would never have called him difficult. Correct. And on top of that, even with that, it's not like it would be difficult for her to find roles. She's a good actress. A lot of people like her. It's not like this was the only thing she could get. So why she chose this, I don't know. Like I said, I watched
0: an interview um, with her and Drew Barrymore, and she said that she really connected with the book that she really mm-hmm. loved the story and how it was told and the writer and the uh, the writer and the author the author <laughs> so i think it was just a connection to the book and the fact that maybe she thought it would be a good opportunity because so many people loved it that it would yeah. be a nice opportunity for her to be a part of a story that is on netflix people are going to love it it's about a book people really enjoyed
1: She thought it might have been. She must have read she she's read hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of scripts at this point in her life. And not for nothing, even if you're not a big fan of Grays, the writing is masterful. Yes. So there's no way that she read the script and thought it was good. That's true. I don't know.
0: But I think we need to demand some better roles for (laughs) Catherine (laughs) Heigel.
1: All right, you guys, if you enjoyed this riveting episode of our podcast, please go to iTunes and leave us a review and uh, we'll see you next time.
0: Thanks. Bye.